Hi friends and welcome back to the sesh. My name is Janelle and these are my three pups who I have joining me here today. You know Mr. Charles. This is Miss Maggie and this is Miss Cookie. And we're going to see how long they can sit up here without being a nuisance because they've already had multiple issues such as the fact that <laughs> when we were doing ads, Maggie, I think, can see herself in this viewfinder right here. And I, I think that's what it was because I don't know what else she was barking yeah, no, at. She was like staring at herself. Yeah, she was getting freaked the fuck out and her like screaming her little head off. I'll put it in the clip now. Wow, Miss Maggie. Who's that? <laughs> Maggie, Maggie, honey, it's you. It's just you, baby. It's you, honey. Okay. Shh. No, no. No, no. It's you. You see yourself in the viewfinder. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, hopefully they can behave themselves because if Kendall's not here, I need someone to fill my spot or to fill her spot. And I was going to suggest that Corelli comes and films with me down here, but... Then she can't run cameras, and also we have a few clips we're watching, so that would not have worked. But I feel like, especially if Sydney's here, because Sydney's sick today, so she's not in, it's just Carly and I. But I feel like once there's three of us, then we could maybe take turns having you guys like come down at least yeah. for part of the show. Yeah, that's thing. what I was thinking, so that'd be good. That'd be so, cool. yeah, and a lot of people were requesting that we do an episode or segment or something on like a Q&A having to do with Sydney and Carly. So I'll have to talk to them about that, make sure that's something that they actually want to do. But if you guys want to do that, um, we could definitely plan for that so that you guys can get to know Corelli and Sydney better. Because, yeah, I feel like... We've been on here for, like, a year now. Yeah. And we haven't had a... We've had, like... We have had, like, show and tells and stuff. Yeah. So, like, people know us. Oh, maybe but... we should do another show and tell Ooh. and, like, mix it with a Q&A. Oh, I like kind of that fun. idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to do that. So anyways, yeah, my three pups are up here with me today. Um, I know they've been on the show once before, like a long time ago when we did a dog show. But um, <laughs> if you guys are not familiar, this is Maggie. Maggie, look up. She's chewing on a bone. Maggie, look up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's so evil. Uh, she's my first child, the love of my life. I love her. Um to the point where it's unhealthy. And then this is little Charles. You know who Charles is. Charles is not looking at the camera. Bijou, look at the camera, pal. He's so tired. And this is little Cookie. She's the newest of the family and she's a little struggler and actually doesn't really like me. I don't know why. I don't think she likes girls in general, but she's obsessed with John. So anyways, that's that on that. Um, <laughs> I hope you all are having a wonderful week. This is the first episode without lovely Kendall here. Uh, she is still pregnant. She has not given birth. <laughs> so if that's what you guys are wondering, nope, she's still very much pregnant, but very tired. And um, like she has mentioned in you know a past episode or two, she has had some elevated blood pressure, nothing you know to be of concern as of now, but just want to be cautious of that. And you know she's going to try and rest and really just make sure that she is ready for little miss jessica which <laughs> side note um <laughs> for some reason okay so back god it's probably had to have been like five months ago yeah, it was or like, something i feel like it was like 
towards the beginning of the year. Like, yeah. Maybe a couple months after. Yeah. She announced that she was pregnant. It was like really close after she announced. She, I think it was literally the next episode after she announced I kind of think so too. But anyways, we were doing like random BuzzFeed games. And one of them was let BuzzFeed decide the name of your kid. And so it came up with the name Jessica. And so we've been calling Kendall's baby Jessica for this entire time. And we got some DMs. I think it was more, I think it was one person in specific who was very concerned that I accidentally said her name last episode. Um, but no, her name is not actually Jessica. You guys will figure out her name soon enough whenever Kendall decides to announce it. Um, but thank you for your concern. But no, her name is not Jessica. I just keep calling her that because I don't know what else to call her. I was going to say, yeah, what else would you call her? Like baby? Yeah. Baby. Baby K. Ken, yeah. Kendall's baby. <laughs> Kendall's baby. <laughs> baby K. <laughs> Which, by the way, it doesn't start with K either. So no. we're not giving away things. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> um. Anyways, so yeah, that's where she is. She's going to be at home for a while. And like I said, Sid is out as well today. She's not feeling good. So hopefully she'll be back next week. But that doesn't mean we don't have a lit episode for you guys. Got the two fire signs today. Two fire signs. Uh, yeah, let's see. Is anyone else? No, these. Oh, yeah, Cookie's a fire sign. Oh, yeah, she's a Sagittarius. She's a Sagittarius. Too. Yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, honey. Cookie. Cookie. She's so awkward, but so sweet. Yeah, Cookie's a Sag, Maggie's a Gemini, and Charlie is a Cancer. Charlie's the most cancer 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 i've ever met in my oh, life oh he literally is like more than any other like cancer person i know no you're just a cry baby Bijan. yes pal he just does a lot of crying and needs his mommy all the time poor boy um <laughs> so anyways i have a few things on the docket this week um i want to talk about a few different spicy topics in the news so we've got some stuff to talk about the Kardashians, which I feel like we haven't talked about them in a while, so we're due for a little Kardashian <laughs> segment because a lot of shit's popping off with them, especially with Tristan Thompson, also known as Trashton Thompson. Um, also have a little Awesome McBroom and Def Noodles update, people. This shit was hilarious. That's this so happened, funny. I think, last week, um, and it was quite entertaining. And then also, I want to talk about David Dobrik and Jeff Wittick. Now, this is not necessarily like breaking news by any means. However, I felt like we should at least touch on it because we did talk about that whole incident in depth a few months back when it kind of was circling around in YouTube and YouTube news and stuff. So um, there's a whole update on that. So we'll get into that as well. But figured we could chat for a few minutes about our weekend. Did you do anything exciting this weekend, Carly? Uh, not a thing. I <laughs> well, no. there goes that segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally like didn't leave my house once this weekend. Oh, I love that though. Yeah, no, it was great. It was um, well, that's not true. On Sunday, I went to a friend's house and got violently drunk. On Sunday? Yeah. Ew. I know. I wasn't. I w- didn't like during the day or at night. Um, in the afternoon. Oh no. No, yeah. So yeah, yesterday was real rough. Um. <laughs> It was rough. <laughs> yeah, no, I norm like I know I know myself. I know how to drink, but <laughs> same. <laughs> but I don't know what I don't know why I was a little crazy girl that night, and I literally mixed a lot of different alcohols. Which please do not do that. That is why. What were you drinking? Um. Well, I started with a little bit of vodkas. Mm-hmm. My friend, she's like she's like a little bartender. She 
loves making drinks. Well, she's not actually a bartender, but she loves making drinks and she's really, really good at it. Love so that. we started with a little bit of um, like a, a blueberry, a blue lemonade vodkas. Then mm. I switched to a strawberry margarita. Mm. And then sounds good. Yep. And then I had some wine. My friend popped out the box where it, wine. That's uh, yeah. I think that's, that's I think that's where I fucked up. And yep, then I up. had, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that they existed, but I haven't tried them before. The white claw surges. Have you seen? Oh those? yeah. What is that? It's like eight percent white claw. So it's just extra strong. It's, yeah. So all that I together in my claw. stomach was. Mm. Dude, I think White Claw is gross, not going to lie. Yeah, it's not the best. It's sick. You know what's delicious? High noon. Oof, I've been on a high noon. I Okay, so <sighs> I went to the grocery store. Um, I think it was on Friday. And I I got the I got the other variety pack. Was it the King Supers I told you to go to? Yep. Okay. And they were on sale. Oh, beautiful. So great. I loved it. Dude, high noons are so good. I don't so know what good. it is, but they're the best seltzer by far. I think it's because they're made of with vodka instead of like malt liquor which is what most seltzers are made out of and they have real juice yeah and they're made of juice Oof. um that they're definitely more expensive but they're so good mm. i could go for one of those right now yeah that sounds great we What's should your... have like a little cocktail sesh we could now that point. now that kendall's not yeah we here. don't have to leave her out yeah although we did make her a very cute mocktail on uh their sydney and kendall's birthday yeah. episode that was very cute. Oh, that sounds so good, too. So other than that, you just stayed at home. Yep. Other than that, I just stayed at home. Oh, I made earrings. I made lots of earrings. Shout out your um Shout out shop. Cositas. Yep. She's doing great. Oh, yep. I love that. Yeah. No, it's fun. Um. So, yeah, no, I literally just drank and stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> that was my weekend. My weekend. Let's see. What the hell did I do on Friday? Mm, oh, I went to a wine bar and brought Charlie. Aw. He was thriving at the wine bar. And then Saturday, I ate sushi. Maggie, I don't know if you can eat this bone up here, dude. It's. Can you hear her eating it? Mm -mm. No, it's not picking up. All right. No. Well, we'll just go with it. Because look how cute she looks. I know. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't hear her. Though. Okay. Okay, Miss Maggie. Be quiet with bone, honey. Good girl, Baba. Um, let's see. Saturday, sushi. Love of my life is sushi. Oof. God, I just fucking love sushi, dude. It's so disgusting how much I love it. And then Sunday, John and I got bottomless mimosas and then went to Costco and bought a Dyson vacuum, <gasps> people. Wow. Big doings for John and I. Have you used it yet? Yes. Do you love it? Yes. It is excellent. Um, we had an old vacuum and it took a shit, so we returned it at Costco. Fun fact, Costco has the world's greatest return policy. Wait, what? Yeah, they Costco will take back literally anything at any time. You don't need a receipt. Like They'll just look it up on your account and they'll give you a refund no matter how long it's been. Oh, wow. Except for like TVs and like big appliances, like big, big electronics and stuff. Like refrigerators mm -hmm. and like... Yeah. Yeah. But anything else, like my dad literally had a coffee pot from Costco, I think for like 15 years and it took a shit and he brought it back. And they took it back. Yeah. That is fucking hilarious. Shout out Costco. They have the best customer service, which makes sense because you're literally paying to shop there. So, I oh, mean, makes yeah. sense. But yeah, shout out to Costco. So yeah, we returned it, got 175 bucks and put that towards a new Dyson. So very excited about that. Is that is amazing. Oh, God bless. I have to be honest. There are few things that are more satisfying and refreshing than opening a very cold can of soda on a hot summer day. However, 
It may taste delicious, but your insides will not thank you because soda is honestly pretty terrible for you. And that is why I don't really drink it anymore. However, thanks to Olipop, now I can enjoy soda that tastes delicious and is also good for you. Olipop is a new kind of soda. It tastes like the soda I grew up with, but unlike other sodas that are full of sugar and corn syrup and artificial ingredients like aspartame, Olipop is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. Olipop is the fastest growing functional beverage brand in America, and they have delicious nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, which is my personal favorite, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, and their newest flavor, classic grape. I have been a root beer gal my whole life. That is definitely my soda of choice. I think it is by far the most delicious tasting one. And Olipop makes the most delicious tasting classic root beer beverage. They use functional ingredients that combine the benefits of prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanicals to support your microbiome and benefit digestive health. And I feel like we all know this, but humans, and honestly, Americans specifically, are absolutely addicted to sugar. The amount of sugar we consume is honestly disgusting. And in fact, 90% of Americans consume more than the USDA's daily recommended added sugars intake, which is 30 grams. Sweetened beverages like soda are the leading source of added sugars in the American diet. And I feel like we don't always think about that when we're just drinking a sugary drink. It doesn't always pass our mind of how much sugar we are actually intaking versus if you were, you know, eating a candy bar or something. But Olipop is much, much lower in sugar than conventional sodas with only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. No added sugar. Their vintage cola has just two grams of sugar as compared to regular Coca-Cola, which has 39 grams of sugar. Their orange squeeze has five grams of sugar compared to orange Fanta, which has 44 grams of sugar. And all their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly with less than eight net carbs per can. And they are so confident that you will love their products that they can offer a 100% money-back guarantee for orders placed through their website. And honestly, I am also so confident that you will love this drink. I have been drinking Olipop for much longer than they sponsored the show. So when they came to us and said that they wanted to sponsor the sash, I was so stoked because I genuinely love this product. And guys, Olipop is about to hook you guys up. You can receive 20% off plus free shipping on your order. I recommend trying their variety pack. This is a great way to try all their delicious flavors. So just go to drinkolipop.com sesh or use code sesh at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P dot com slash sesh. And Olipop can be found in over 8,000 stores across the country, including Walmart, Target, Kroger, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Publix. What else have I been doing? Oh, I've been obsessed. Have you seen Below Deck or have you heard of that reality show? No. Dude, I love that show. It's basically about these... So it's... It's about, I guess each season has different crew members, but it's in theory about following around these crew members on this giant yacht and these like rich people will charter yachts. And so you get to see the behind the scenes of all the people who work on the yacht. And of course there's like drama and shit, but it's extremely entertaining. Highly recommend if you're looking for something stupid to watch, hmm. hit up below deck because it's very good. Ian John likes it too. Okay, so I, <laughs> I'm a T like a TLC four. Oh I yeah, love TLC. I used to love it. Um, you watched Ninety Day Fiance, right? I only seen one season. There's this. Well, there's like the, it's like a spinoff called The Family Chantel. Oh, is, I remember there. Oh my god, I, that was the season I watched. Yeah, so they have them. their own spinoff show. Yeah, I've it's heard. Fucking hilarious. I love it. Is I it? love Karen. I love her so much. <laughs> the mom. And I've also been watching this other one. 
and you talked about it last time called I Love a Mama's Boy. Dude, the cringiest show I've ever watched. Really? Yeah, like I get like secondhand oh, cringe. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. We did talk about this. It's, it's, I, I think they just came out with a new season. I think, I think that would be like too annoying for me to watch. You know, I just don't like Mama's pathetic boys. men. <laughs> no, yeah, and they're all really pathetic men. Like literally like they, they can't do anything without their mommies. Like, Ugh. like one of them calls, says that his mom's a milf. And that he loves his mom, that he like, they're preparing for the wedding or whatever. The people who were helping them thought that the mom was the wife. And. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's big cringe. That is major cringe. Yeah. Yeah. But I hate my life sometimes. So I do what I gotta do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. uh, Let's see what else. Oh, I started The Bachelorette. Hmm. I have thoughts on The Bachelorette, people. Have you watched it before? Is this your yes. first time? No, no, no. I have watched... I've been into The Bachelor and Bachelorette for, like, a long, long time. I've watched it. And I stopped in the last, like, few years because it was kind of getting boring. But then I, like, will pick it up here and there. But overall, I've watched it pretty steadily. Um, and then this season is the first time that they're having two Bachelorettes for the entire season. Girls, you cannot bark or you're going to get kicked off the table. Okay, girls? Inside voices. Thank you. Mommy's recording. Yes, Miss Maggie. Um, anyway, so I was interested to see how this was going to work with two of them. Because I think what happened, like the last season of The Bachelor, I didn't watch, but I watched the last episode because I just wanted to know what was going on. And basically... It was down to like a handful of chicks and two of them got their hearts broken by, I don't even fucking remember the dude's Clayton. name. Clayton. He's cringe, by the way. Honestly, I didn't watch it, but I watched the first episode of The Bachelorette. So I'll- you watched this yeah. first season. Okay, yeah. But um, anyway, so now it's the two of them, Rachel and Gabby, and they're on the season together. And the second episode just aired last night when we were recording this. Dude, this show's fucking cringy. Like, this season mm-hmm. is not great. First off, I'm not going to lie. Gabby and Rachel, like, they they seem like sweet gals, but <laughs> I'm a little bored. Okay? okay, that's what I was saying, too. Me and Adam were watching it last night, and I've never watched The Bachelor. This is my first Bachelor, oh, really? Bachelorette. Yeah. And I think it's a weird one to hop in because it is a, like it a, is a weird season. One. Yeah. But I, oh, my God. I'm a I little bored. I'm a little bored. I don't know if I could watch it. Like, I... <laughs> I tried watching both episodes last night and I got like, like I had like maybe 25 minutes of left of the lot of the first episode. Yeah. And I kind of lost interest. Oh, the first one's always like really boring. I feel like because they're just like not doing anything. You have to like give it another week or so. And then it okay. usually kind of picks up when the drama really starts. But I don't know, man. The I was guys were bored. so cringy, though. Yeah, they're they pretty boring. They were so cringe. The guy with the fucking with the two chicks. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> they always have to make it like. Uh, it used to be not like this, but I think because it's been, the show's been on for so long, they're always trying to have like little quirky things. That, things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like funny entrances or whatever. So, yeah, but they're not even like, they're literally just cringe. Like, I know. Fucking Fabio who came in. Like, what was his guy? deal again? Uh, he was just, he just was shirtless on the horse. Oh yeah, him. Yeah, that, literally that's all I know about him. The shirtless dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of cringe. And then last night they had one they had the episode and this is when they actually like started going on dates and uh, it was just like kind of boring. And then Rachel was like all depressed because she felt like she wasn't connecting with anyone. 
and wasn't getting that, you know, butterflies or whatever. But I'm like, dude, it's literally day one. Day one. <laughs> and there's 30, like what? There's 30, 32 men. Yeah, there's men. a lot. I think there's more than there ever has been because there's two of them. But honestly, I think this show is weak for how they set it up because when the last fucking Bachelor ended or whatever, it was, you know, Gabby and Rachel were super, super tight and they're like best friends and they went through this sad breakup and came out stronger and whatever. And so it was supposed to be like really empowering. So I didn't know how they were going to do this season. Like I thought they would maybe give two separate groups of guys to them or something, but they're all a mesh. So in theory, it could get to the point where they're like fighting over the same dude, which I'm like, that's not very empowering for these yeah. two women. And, it, you know, they keep talking like, like, for instance, there was this one dude who was talking to both of them and think he might have kissed both of them i can't remember but then the other one found out and she was like a little bit bummed but wasn't straight up like oh what the fuck because i guess she was like well we're asking the guys to you know date us both so i understand but like this is only the first night and you guys are already kind of bummed that someone has interest in both of you or has more interest in the other person than you so i'm like yeah no honestly like this is a recipe for disaster it's so misogynistic yeah yeah, it kind of is. Oh, speaking of misogynistic, this was interesting. So in the last episode, um, this dude, one of the dudes, his name is Chris, and he was talking to the guys about, first off, he's literally talking about, he's like, I'm going to make it to the top four, like, because when there's four left, then you meet, it's called hometowns and you meet their families and, families stuff. and stuff. Yeah, like the girls will meet the guys' families. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so he was like, if I make it to hometowns, he's like, which I'm planning to do. And he's like, and then if I make it to the fantasy suite, which I'm planning to do, he's like, but if I figure out that they were intimate and they had sex with me and one of the other dudes, then I'm just going to fucking bail because I'm not about to do that. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, that's just very interesting that you're talking about this. Literally, I think it was technically day four of like the experience, but it was the, literally the second episode. Um that he's already saying this shit. And yeah, that really pissed off Gabby and Rachel. They went up to him and kicked his ass out. <laughs> oh, it was funny. Good for them though. Like that honestly good for them. For, yeah, they for were doing like, that. how inappropriate for you to be talking about this. Like this is even going to play out for you. It's literally day two. That's weird to talk about. And also yeah. like what we decide to do is like, you don't have control over that. So I don't know. I mean, I kind of get where he's coming from in the sense of like, he also has the right to not stick around if he feels like that that's a deal breaker then okay that you know that's his standard or whatever but i just thought it was weird how he's talking to all these guys like oh well if they sleep with more than one person you know if they sleep with someone besides me then i can't do this i'm gonna bail and it's literally day two like why wouldn't you talk about that with them yeah instead of in private later on down the line if that even is something that becomes a concern rather than like just talking to the guys about it i don't know it was weird yeah yeah, and like I don't I mean like I said I've never really watched it before, but I like there was a lot of really young guys I thought I thought for them like yeah. 24-year-olds. That's like, kind of normal. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Most of them are like really young. Oh. Yeah, in fact, when I started watching the show I was in high school, I think, or even before, I don't remember. But now I'm like either of like same age or older than a lot of the people on the show. And I'm, you know what's crazy is they sleep deprive the fuck out of these people. So I don't know if you noticed, but in the first episode when they're doing the the meetups, the, the um 
the, the rose ceremony, which they didn't oh, even yeah, have. Yeah. But when they're like standing up there towards the end and they're walking out those dudes that they didn't want, it was starting to get light outside because the sun was coming up. It's like been a known thing that they will keep these people awake like day and night. And I think they do it to like create more drama. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say when you're sleep deprived and you know, things are things are already like, that's almost like so surreal to be in that situation where it's like, I don't know, like I can I can imagine the um like the sleep depri- deprivation mm-hmm. just like really, really get to it, to them. This is some random article I found online from 2015. It says that according to the Daily Mail, the girls are sleep deprived or the girls are deprived of sleep and three days, one week, they only had three hours a night of sleep. And then there's like different times where they will accidentally show like a, a clock or something on the, on the TV and it's like four in the morning or something like that. Um, yeah, the bash, this person says the bachelors, Ashley log Kennedy, which is like one of the, she's just one of the people on the show. She said that they only have an average of four hours of sleep while filming. And according to Washington post, it looks like they're not on a normal eating schedule. Yeah. They don't eat. Yeah. And they're drinking a bunch of alcohol and they're like, just, you know, yeah, they feed them a lot of liquor, but then whenever they go on dates and stuff, they are always, you know, having a meal, but then they, apparently they don't actually ever eat the food because the sound of like chewing will pick up on the um, mics. So Mm. they don't eat very often and they drink a lot. And especially with bachelor in paradise, which is when they take past contestants from both the bachelor and bachelorette and they stick them on an Island together and they're all like dating each other at once. It's honestly so entertaining. It's better than (laughs) bachelor and bachelorette in my opinion. Yeah. They get them so wasted it's crazy like how i'm like oh i guess if you're on an island you have nothing better to do do you think you could be in one of these shows like like big brother bachelorette where they're watching you all day every day kind of thing do you think you could you could do you think you could be a contestant on there i feel like maybe not no i don't know i don't think so no i don't think i'd be very good at big brother because i'd get really homesick in a matter of like hours. <laughs> I, I could see you doing some some good shit in Big Brother though. Really? Yeah. I feel like John would be good at Big Brother. Oh, dude, John would win Big Brother. He's <laughs> and he's always like, he's like, I feel like I would do good on this show. I'm like, no, I think you actually would. Yeah. Cause he's very good at, you know, being athletic and competition and all that crap. But then he's also like really good at kind of just playing it cool and like I feel like he could slide under the radar and like make friends with people and not, you know, make too many waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like he'd be really good at it. I don't think I'd be that good at it. I'm not that competitive. No, I would say I'm not either. I I would only want to go make friends. Like, I don't care <laughs> that much. Yeah. About like, well, then again, nothing's ever. Also, you are you are winning like what? Like a quarter of a million? I was just about to say. <laughs> no, it's Big Brother's 750,000. So three quarters. Oh, fuck. Okay. So for three quarters of a million That's dollars. Like, I've never had that dangled in front of my face. So maybe I would be more competitive. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, man. Although it is kind of nice, not gonna lie, which they always say, like, you should never go on these shows to like get a following and, you know, grow your Instagram or whatever. But I'm like, okay, you can't lie that that's not a low key benefit of going on reality TV is even if you don't like win or whatever. Like, there's so many people who have been on these dating shows, like The Bachelor and Bachelorette, that don't quote unquote win the show. But they leave with having like a zillion Instagram fall. 
Oh my god, there's a fucking mom. <laughs> I think the camera picked it up. You think so? I think so. <laughs> okay, well. Ew. Where is it? Ah! Oh. oh my fucking god. Ew, where's that? Ew, it's on the light, you stupid ass moth. It's in the conference room, the fly swatter. Oh my god, my heart's beating so fast. You guys, it's just crawling around one of our lights. Stupid ass moth. Guys, summer is in the air, and you know the only thing hotter than Colorado's weather right now is Dipsy Stories. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent, which is probably a lot better than mine, or hooking up with a hot yoga instructor. They even have stories designed specifically for your zodiac sign, which is so cool and so unique. And what's great is new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. And not only do they have sexy audio stories, they also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and now they even offer written stories. It is your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. And that's one of the things that I love so much about Dipsy is I know that a lot of times when we do like advice episodes and stuff, you guys ask, how can you spice things up in the bedroom with your partner? And I think Dipsy is a great way to do that. They are so shame-free, very empowering. And I think it's great to not only use on your own, but also with a partner. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash sesh. That's 30 days of access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash sesh. Dipsystories.com slash sesh. Okay, let's just move on to one of our topics for today, which is the Kardashians. Like I was talking about, a lot of things happened. Uh, specifically having to do with Chloe and Tristan. Tristan, Tristan. also known as Trashton, <laughs> which I do not want to take credit for that name. I did not make that up. I discovered that from this guy on TikTok. I think his username is gay man with a spray tan. Um, he is so funny, and I suggest watching him or following him if you haven't. I don't know if he made up that name, but that's where I got it from. So anyways, Trashton Thompson and Chloe Kardashian are having another child. Woo! Woo! Do any day now. Literally any day. Could be here by now. I don't know. But back on July 13th, it broke that they're having their second kid who is going to be a boy via surrogate. Um, and actually, what's interesting is this broke right after the trailer for season two of the Kardashians came out. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. They're always up to something like that. I was going to say, dude, literally anytime any kind, any small news is coming out about them, you know something big in yeah. fucking like, like. They always like will drop a trailer, drop a something like that every time some drama pops off. So anyways, um, yeah, they're having baby number two and the baby was conceived back in November of 2021. And like Carly said, is due any day now. Her rep actually said something, quote, we can confirm true. We'll have a sibling who was conceived in November. Chloe is incredibly grateful to the extraordinary surrogate for such a beautiful blessing. We'd like to ask for kindness and privacy so that Chloe can focus on her family. Interesting how they were like, please be kind. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, please don't uh, drag her through mud anymore. Please don't be an asshole to her. We know that it's an awkward situation. But here's what's actually kind of crazy. Let's go into the timeline of when this all broke down because this just shows you what a literal piece of trash Tristan Thompson is. So backing up a few years, back in April in 2021, the Kardashians filmed a reunion episode that was released in June of 2021. And in the episode, Chloe mentions how she wanted to have another kid with Tristan via surrogacy, but that they were not able to find the surrogate before the pandemic hit. So they're still, you know, trying to figure it out. Then the filming for their new show started that following September. So then, stay with me, three months later, news hits that Tristan cheated on Chloe again with Marilee Nichols, or Marley, I think is how you pronounce her name, Marley Nichols, and got her pregnant back in March. And she gave birth to him in December. Um, and what's crazy is Chloe finds out about this literally the exact same time that the rest of the world does. Wait, I just realized. So Chloe opened up to Tristan about, about her wanting to have another baby through surrogate with Tristan. But like the month before, he had already gotten another girl knocked up. Well, I think they've been like kind of planning that they wanted to have another kid, but she got the news that Tristan was cheating. The same time everybody else did. The same time everyone else did, which is crazy because I'll tell you why. So mind you, between March, which is when she Marley Nichols got pregnant, and then December. Wait, is that the correct amount of... April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Yeah. So nine months later, um, when she has the boy, he had months to tell Chloe that he got Marley Nichols pregnant and literally didn't until the news had broke to everyone else. The baby was born. So this matters because if Chloe's and Tristan's kid was conceived via surrogacy back in November, it means that he had an entire month before Chloe found out that he cheated with Marley. So literally was pregnant with Chloe's kid while he was cheating on her with Marley and ha- and Marley was pregnant about to give birth. So it's crazy. And also side note, like a month ago, um, I read this article that from The Sun that said that he still hasn't even met his son from Marley, which is named Theo, uh, who was six months old at the time the, pu- the article was published. And he also refuses to pay child support. Wow. Now, I don't know if this is true. Obviously, this could be a rumor, but I wouldn't be surprised. But you know what's really fucked up is that Tristan had literally two chances other than another moth. Fuck! No! Why are they still here, dude? It's mid-July. Well, Tristan did, did have two chances to tell her, though. He had the chance to tell her back in April, yep. right? Because Mar- Marley was, was already one month pregnant by then. Yeah. So and, he could have told her, obviously, when she got pregnant. Right. Then then he could have told her when Chloe got, well, pregnant. Chloe's sur- surrogacy got pregnant. Well, when they got pregnant. Like, yeah. they got pregnant. Yeah, together, yeah, yeah. And he didn't. Up until when... He had to. When he had to, when the, little, <laughs> the news literally broke to the world. And then on the last season of the Kardashians, there's an episode, it's at the very end, where they're all finding out. And we didn't know at the time that Chloe was 
you know, expecting a kid, but she did like it was already pregnant. So now she's like, oh, so the dude that I which, by the way, they were all, you know, supposedly really had a great relationship and he was going to move in with her at her new house that she had built and blah, blah, blah. And now, meanwhile, behind closed doors, he already had another chick pregnant and was pregnant with Chloe's kid at the same time. And Chloe didn't know. That's trash. That is such trash, dude. Like, you suck. And the thing is, okay, so you know how we talked about Nick Cannon, now he's getting all this shit about getting, you know, all these girls pregnant? It's like, Tristan is no different at this point. Like, he's he's even a little bit worse because he has a family like he's that he's devoted to, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not so much like, oh, you had kids. Like, if he was single and having kids, like, I don't uh, really care. Yeah. But you, supposedly, you're, like, devoted as fuck to Chloe. Exactly. And trying to get back with her. Like, the whole fucking last season of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians was about him trying to win her back, essentially. Like, that's all they show is him trying to win her back and win the family back. Because you know that they're all intertwined. So, it's like, if you're dating Chloe, you're really dating the all The entire them. family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's literally, like, the fucking, like... <laughs> they're literally like a mob like a mafia like yeah a, like are. a mafia yeah like a mafia, a mafia. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it's just very sick and then the most recent news is like we said chloe's surrogate is days away from giving birth if maybe she already has i don't know meanwhile tristan is in mykonos greece with a bunch of girls Hanging out, partying, going to clubs while Chloe is in LA waiting for her baby to be born. Like any second now. I'm like, dude, you are such a piece of shit. This makes me think too, though, like, do the Kardashians only have these men around just to like have babies and that's kind of it? Like, I don't even know. Like, I mean, that sounds kind of harsh, but I kind of feel like in a way the Kardashians kind of like hold on to these men in a way. Yeah, even though when they to, treat them like shit. Right. And it's like, well, you know what? You, I mean, you know what you're worth. Like, you've talked about how you know, like, what you're worth and stuff. Yeah. But you're still putting up with this shit. Is it because, is it for the sake of your family or is it just because for the sake of appearances? You know what I mean? Well, I think they really want to have their kids all have the same dads. And I think that's why she was going to have another kid with him. However, I also think it's because at the time when she decided to have another kid, it seemed like Tristan was, you know, a changed person and was, you know, with her for good reasons and was loyal to her and was, you know, they were planning to move in together. So I think she kind of thought like, oh, you know, this might actually work out. So I think that's maybe a big reason why she decided to have another kid with him, because the second that news broke that he was cheating on her, I mean, she pretty much called it off and they haven't really been seen together since. And And it really sucks like seeing Chloe get all this hate and stuff saying, you know, like she's stupid for staying with him. We really don't know those circumstances. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I mean, we can think whatever we want. Like it's, you know, but truth is like, we don't know what their their circumstances are. So, and also you have to keep in mind the fact that when she decided to have this kid with him, A, she thought that they were going to be together and B, she didn't know that he was actually already had another girl pregnant. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if maybe the circumstances would have been different if she had known that, but... Hi, Charlie. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, he was spotted holding hands with the girl. Um, Just random girls, right? It wasn't anybody. Yeah. Well, someone thought that one of the girls was one of Kanye's ex-girlfriends, but I don't know. I don't 
think that's been proven to any capacity. So. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Oh, also, when the hell is Kylie going to announce her fucking son's name? Wolfie oh. baby. Wolfie. Still, still hasn't announced it, the actual name after she decided that she didn't like his name anymore. So Wait, did she change his name? Yeah. Do you know that? No. She announced that it was named Wolf. And then like, I don't need less than a week later, she was like, oh, you guys are so funny for thinking it's Wolf. Like, it's not Wolf. Like, I changed my not mind. Right, Kylie, stop playing games with that. And then never hasn't said anything since. But I'm like, maybe she's holding on to that info so that they can, like, use it to promote something or God knows what. You know, <laughs> who knows? You're so calculated. But in other news with Kylie, she's in a hot, lot of hot water because um, a few days ago, she posted an Instagram picture with her and Travis, and they're in the middle of these two giant private jets. And the caption is, you want to take mine or yours? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says billionaire cluelessness like a caption like that. And so people are pretty great. pissed because, you know, obviously global warming is killing our earth and it's there's like no point of return, it seems like. But meanwhile... People are taking private jets around all these, you know, these celebrities. But then we're supposed to be the ones that are using like fucking paper straws and lowering our like electronic. Yeah. And lowering our emissions yeah. and taking shorter showers, cold showers. Yeah. And meanwhile, these billionaires are flying around in private jets, like literally like across the highway across. Yeah. This is crazy. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> Someone tweeted. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but this person tweeted the hourly, well, it wouldn't surprise me if it was true. They said the hourly carbon footprint for a private jet is greater than the average annual carbon footprint for one American. So in one hour, someone who takes a private jet is using, is putting out more carbon emissions than the average American annually. for annually taking flights, which is honestly crazy to think about. So then, like Carly brought up, people started pointing out how Kylie, not only does she fly her private jet around, but the routes she's taking is ridiculous. Many of them are literally just across town. One example is that she flew her jet to Van Nuys. Van Nuys. Uh, Van Nuys. Oh, thank you. Van Nuys, California. Thank you, Carly. <laughs> Venice. <laughs> Always looking. Venice. Van Nuys. Uh, flew her jet to Van Nuys, California, with a totaled 17 minute ride. And these are all like public flight paths. You know, you can like look them up. So 17 minutes there. That's nice. Another one is in Camarillo. Cal is that right? I think so. Camarillo. Camarillo. California. Stop. Oh, wow. Josie, if your paws crossed. Very handsome. And supposedly that flight was 12 minutes. 12 minutes. And this is the most wild one of all. Then she had a flight going from Camarillo to Van Nuys, totaling three minutes of flight time. Three minutes. What in the hell is that? What does that say? 46 it's a minutes? 46 minute drive. drive. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. <sighs> Dude, I can't even. I'm like, these people are out of control. It's so irritating. That's, and it's it's literally 40 miles. It's like not even that much. Like, 40, like, I feel like 40, 45 minutes in California is like five minutes anywhere else. You yeah, know what I mean? totally. Like, driving wise. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, wow. That is 
disgusting. And then I'm so sick of them using, like, whenever they put out products, I feel like they focus so much on, like, you know, ecological packaging and helping, making sure that it's, you know, low-waste packaging. I'm like, stop using that as a ploy to get people to buy your shit because I feel like you don't actually care when you're flying your private jet for three minutes. You think they use uh, paper straws? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, we should ask them. Excuse <laughs> me, what kind of straws are in your Kylie Air jet, girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> so bad um and then this is kind of random but i still wanted to talk about it kendall actually sent me this tiktok this morning and it talks about how so i mean i feel like i was under the impression and i think a lot of people are under the impression that when the kardashians father rob kardashian passed away that they inherited like a fuck ton of money and that's actually not the case. So there's this TikTok clip from the podcast called Blood and Business, and it's hosted by these two women named Cassie and Bethany. And I think their podcast has to do, they said like if true crime and um, like celebrity news like mesh together essentially. So anyways, uh, they say that According to the Kardashians, they didn't inherit like anything. So there's a clip. Let's actually watch the TikTok. When he died, he left almost no money to the four kids. If you don't already know, Robert Kardashian was diagnosed with esophageal cancer just eight weeks before his death. So they did not have much time to like come to terms with it before he was already gone. What is so strange is that the siblings only inherited personal items from him at the end. His Bible went to Kim. Rob did get to keep his college fund that his dad had started. He really wanted him to go to USC. So he was able to inherit that. But the rest of it all went to his brand new wife of, get this, six weeks. Shut up. So he already knew, wait, because he knew eight weeks before he died. So he knew for two weeks that he was dying before he married her. Exactly. So he literally, it's not like, oh, it just so happened she like swindled him into marrying her before he got sick. No. He knew who all of his money was going to go to. And he's a smart person. Yeah. He's very um, strategic, I feel like. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Wow. And I think that's coming from the book that uh, the Kardashians wrote like a long time ago. And Robert's, uh, Robert's, Robert Kardashian's net worth was $30 million when Damn. he passed away. That was back in what? Ni- in 2003 uh, when he died. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a lot of money even today's age. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting because I feel like everyone thinks that they were just handed a bunch of money and that's how they got their success. Now, granted, <laughs> I will say, I think a lot of the reason that they're so successful is because they already had this platform. Robert Kardashian was well known. Obviously, he was the attorney for the OJ Simps for OJ Simpson in the OJ Simpson trial. So, you know, they were already well known and kind of already had their footing. And so once they got the uh keeping up with the Kardashian show, like that just boosted them. So obviously I wouldn't say they're necessarily like self-made, but I did think that that was interesting that they didn't get pretty much anything from him Hmm. what are your thoughts on that people let us know do you think oh my god i thought there was another bug it was just my water bottle straw making a weird sound oh i'm so freaked out i thought it was a fly or a bee (laughs) um do you guys think that it's lame that kylie is using private jets (laughs) just let us know 
Saying goodbye to high-interest credit card debt is one of the first steps toward financial independence, but the interest month after month can feel like you're in a never-ending hamster wheel. But that is where Upstart comes in. Upstart-powered personal loans can help you pay down high-interest debt all online with simple and easy-to-understand payment terms. For me personally, I know that I would feel definitely a little bit uncomfortable going into a bank and talking about my financial issues and then, you know, figuring out how to consolidate my debt or get a loan, whatever it may be. And that is why I love Upstart so much is because you can do it all online in the comfort of your home. And Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. So rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. And you can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So don't wait and check your rate today at upstart.com slash sesh. That's upstart.com slash sesh to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. And loan amounts will be determined based on credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash sesh. So I'm not going to lie. One of the things I hate the most is grocery shopping. I do not like going to the grocery store, walking around, you know, finding one stupid little ingredient in the entire store. I just do not like grocery shopping. And that is why I love Thrive Market, because you can find all your grocery items in one place at an affordable price. With Thrive Market, you can shop everything from healthy pantry essentials and sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products, all delivered right to your door. And if you find a price lower elsewhere, Thrive Market will match it. Thrive Market carefully vets each and every item, so you can trust that if they sell it, it's probably the highest quality available. Finding everything you need is easy on Thrive Market because you can filter by 90-plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. Shop by what you eat and what matters most to you. With over 5,000 foods, home, and beauty products, finding what you need is easy with Thrive Market. So whether you're looking for plant-based, keto, gluten-free, or zero-waste products, Thrive Market has you covered. As you can see, all of my pups are up here joining me today, and I have gotten a lot of things for my dogs on Thrive Market. And so not only am I a fan, they are also a fan. One of their favorite new discoveries is these little freeze-dried chicken bits, and they are obsessed with these things. And thanks to Thrive Market, I get them delivered all the time. And in addition, when you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. And with their fast and free carbon neutral shipping, you are also bettering the planet. So join Thrive Market and get $80 in free groceries, people. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash sesh to get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash sesh, thrivemarket.com slash sesh. Seriously, people, they are hooking you up, so I definitely recommend checking them out. Next on the docket is going to be Austin McBroom and Deaf Noodles. This was low-key hilarious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You guys know I love chatting about uh, Austin and the Ace Fam. They crack me up. Um, So after their major success of the ace fest did you see that they had like their heads were so big about it because it because they pulled oh, it off yeah and how <laughs> there was this one part at the very end of the festival where i think it was like awesome room's dad or something was talking t- to like this crowd and he was basically like screw the haters like you <laughs> yeah. know 
he's like bragging about it. It was really funny. But anyways, like we talked about in the last episode, Austin and this creator named Gib are due to have a fight soon coming up. And back on July 12th, they had their press conference. Um, And Social Gloves, who is Austin's company, which I don't understand how it's still a company considering they're known to like not pay people and stuff. Yeah. Did we ever find out if um, Bryce Bryce Hall got... Oh, paid? paid? I don't know. That'd be a good I thought, question. Because I thought I got I thought Social Gloves got sued for all. Yeah, that. I think they did. So, so I don't know whatever happened to that. Yeah. I don't know how they're still a business. So Social Gloves posted on social media uh that they were having their press conference and they basically said that it was a open press conference and to quote stay tuned for time and location so you can pull up. So they were advertising at it as like a public event that anyone could go to and you know, be a part of, I guess. And so Deaf Noodles decided that he wanted to go. <laughs> so him and his team went to the location and he's wearing a disguise. He's wearing this blonde wig and these sunglasses. <laughs> and he shows up and right away they are turned away. And they said that the reason that they were turned away was because they had to have these passes in order to get in, which again, nowhere on their little Twitter um, announcement does that say that you need to have these passes? It seemed like it was literally open, then anyone could go to it. And so, yeah, it literally says, uh, so you can pull up. Yeah, so you can pull up. So, yeah, turned away. What a shame. However, Austin comes out of the building, says after the whole thing ends or whatever. In fact, uh, definitely ends up going back in the building. He gets in for a second, then he gets kicked out again. Yada, 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 whatever. So then eventually, Austin and his little posse come out of the building and are starting to walk towards his van. And that's when a security guard, I'm pretty sure it was a security guard, told Deaf Noodles that he could talk to them if he went into the van with him. And the way that they're like harassing Deaf Noodles to get in the van is so fucking weird. Get in the fucking van, right? Yeah, he's like, get in the van, bro, get in the van. So let's go ahead and watch the clip. Austin, can I ask you a question? Can you question? Yeah, yeah. Come on, get in the van. Let's go. Get in the van? I can't get in the van. Can't get in the, get in the van. Sprinter? Get in the van? No, I'm not getting in your van. Because I got places to go afterwards. Can I interview him from the outside? Let's go. Get my interview? Let's go. I'm not getting in your interview. In your, uh, your van. Why do you want me to get in the van? That's so weird. I'm not getting in your van. I'm not getting in your van. All right. Well, I appreciate it. That's like, okay. just very weird to invite somebody into your van Dude, like that. Let him in the van. Let him in the van. Let him in the this van. This other dude, this other like press dude tries to get in. They don't let him in. That was weird. They're inviting me in the van? Well, they let the other people in the van. What other people? They didn't let anybody else in the van. They didn't let, the po- they didn't let that guy in the van. Nah, that, those were his videographers. That was mad weird. So weird, dude. Yeah, that is really weird. What were you going to do with him in there? I was going to say, yeah, what were they going to do to Deaf Needles in there? A little Deafy. Well, 
Or Duff Noodles. I love Duff Noodles. He's funny. But I just thought that was so fucking weird. Like, you won't let him in. You won't talk to him. But then you're like, get in the van. What would you actually have done? And if Duff Noodles could go in the van, would they let him have his camera crew with him? Because kind of sad he didn't go in. But also, probably smart. I was going to say, honestly, I think he might have, like, saved his own life. (laughs) Saved his own life. (laughs) Fucking awesome. McBroom kidnaps him. Oh, my my God. God. Imagine. (laughs) Like, don't you know... That as a kid, that's the one thing you're taught is to not get in the fucking van when people tell you to. Like, get in the come van. on, Austin. Come on, bro. Get in the van. Like, get in the fucking van. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh my God. Ridiculous. So, yeah, we'll see when their fight goes down if it's exciting and entertaining or not. It's on the 30th. I know. So, it's coming up. It is coming up. I'm excited to watch. We'll see if it's any good. Too is bad it? we don't live in LA. Can't attend. Is it pay per view? I'm sure it is. Now, will I pay for it? Probably Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Probably not. I wonder how much it is. Let's look it up. It says you can purchase the event for 40 bucks across oh. all platforms. No, thank you. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, but then this other thing. Yeah, I think that's just for that one specific event because they have like a handful of fights going on, but I don't know if yeah. any of the other people. So, yeah, that's that on that. We'll see how it goes. Who do you think is going to win? Gib or... Mr. McBroom. Um, you know, I don't know. I would love to see. I don't know who fucking Gib is. I don't know anything about this dude, if he's a fighter or like what he is. I think he's a fighter. Gib. It's um Ann Eason Gib. Yeah. So oh, I guess he's won two previous amateur boxing matches and has made his debut as a professional boxer in Miami. Nice. Well, I think Austin's only won one, so I think Gib has him in, in the lead. Oh shit. Let's see. Ugh, oh, I guess would, he's been f- performing for two years now, so he sounds pretty legit. I would love to see McRoom get his fucking ass beat. Ass be really funny. Oh, we'll have to keep tabs on it. Who knows? It's yeah, gonna happen. If we could go to the fucking fight. It'd be hilarious. That's all we like could. Film it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can't film it, but that'd be funny if we could. Oh, boy. Well, at least it's not any lawsuits at the moment as far as we're aware. But you know who is in a lawsuit? David Dobrik. Charlie, you cannot, you need to sit down in your bed. You're getting a little bit annoying, pal. Mommy's trying to pet you, but I can't pet you 24 (laughs) 7. So, David Dobrik is being sued, folks. Big doings. Like I said, this is not necessarily breaking news, but because of the fact that we have talked about David Dobrik and Jeff Wittick in the past, I feel like we should follow up on the latest. Um, so back in June, it was announced that Jeff Wittick will be suing David for the excavator incident that almost cost Jeff his life. If you don't remember what happened back in June of 2020, Jeff, David, and a bunch of his friends went to Utah to film a video and they ended up renting an excavator. And at one point, Jeff was swinging on the excavator from like a rope that was hanging down and David was driving it and he was literally flying around in circles and then he basically stopped the machine and Jeff went flying into the side of it, fell to the ground and like really fucked himself up. Like almost died. He had a broken hip, a foot, shattered his skull, tore a ligament in his leg and was very close to losing his eye, which he actually had to have surgery on. It was like a miracle he didn't like lose his eye, right? Yeah. Dude, it was a miracle he didn't lose his life. Yeah. Like that was so he was bad. fucked up. It was very very gnarly so then fast forward to april of 2021 and jeff 
comes on YouTube with this series on his channel. And basically, it talks about, you know, everything that happened behind the scenes and how it all played out. And then after that, it sounded like him and David came to an agreement that he was going to pay for all of his medical bills and, you know, make sure he was taken care of financially. But shortly after this, Jeff came forward and said that David was, in fact, not paying his medical bills on time and that his credit was getting fucked up because of it and all this shit was happening. So anyways, fast forward to last month and Jeff has filed an official complaint against David and his company and the company that rented David the Excavator, which was supposedly Dirt Gear Co. Now, this is interesting because um, I actually was watching T-Spell. This is how I figured out this information specifically. Um, I guess when you go on Google and type in that company, the Dirt Gear Co. company, the only thing that pops up is this site that is like selling merch and like shirts and Mm. like different gear. Like there's no talk about an excavator anywhere. Interesting. It's very weird. I mean, there's a person on an excavator. Something. Yeah. Isn't that weird though? Like there's nothing. Yeah. But then scroll up. See that picture of the thing? Yeah. It literally says deer and it's like has nothing to do with their website. This is the one in Utah. Yeah. I mean, there's no address on the website for the address. Where the the hell did they get that actual machine though? Because it doesn't seem like those guys are that, that that company is selling machines. It's literally just gear and apparel. I don't know where they got that actual machine, which you would think that if Dirt Gear Co. had to rent a machine from an actual place, that they'd be in even more trouble because do they have like the license to rent it and do what they did? I don't know. So anyways, uh, Jeff is suing for negligence, personal injury, and other damages, and that Dirt Gear Co. was guilty of malice and fraud. And he's seeking $10 million dollars which I guess, according to Emily D. Baker, who is in a who is a lo- lawyer who makes YouTube videos, um, she was saying how that's like pretty normal of an amount, I guess, to sue for that type of like personal injury and negligence and stuff like that. So, and then there's even talk about how David might be working with the same lawyers that worked with Johnny Depp in the Depp versus her trial, which was really interesting. Interesting. I wonder if that's going to be more of like a publicity thing where like, yeah, people are going to be like up the Lord's asses again mm-hmm. and try to like clear David's name. I don't know, man. Who knows? That's mm. it's very interesting. And I guess when this all broke, David was I think he's like in Italy or something, just posting Instagram stories like it's nothing and like nothing. I think he saw that show on Discovery. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to his show? Uh, what was it called? Discovering David Dobrik. Ew. I really don't want to discover him. Thank you. <laughs> Pass. 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 I think the show's literally just him. I haven't seen it or anything. I think it's just him like going to different countries and just That's doing nice. what he does with his friends. Just silly old David. <laughs> yep, silly old David. He's just a funny kid with funny ideas. <laughs> <laughs> He's so annoying looking. Dude, I cannot stand him. I have not been a fan from day one, and my instinct was correct. Yeah, he's a scummy scum. Scummy scum. He married Jason Nash's mom. Yeah, he married... J- I forgot about that in, like, some video, I think. Yeah, but it was, like, a real... Yeah, he got married. Like, actually... Oh. I think they got divorced after. Yeah, like, an annulment or something. Dude, this dude will do anything for... Yeah. The views. 
Gotta get the views, bro. As a joke. Okay, but did it really happen? Took off and got hitched at the famous Little White Chapel in Las Vegas. Yeah, no, they they, they did. They well, did get married, actually. Beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be interested to see if um Jeff actually wins the ten million that he's going after. I mean, I, I think he deserves it, honestly. I think he should. I think yeah, no, he definitely deserves it. So We'll see what happens with that. That is it for this week, friends. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, next week, we have something fun planned and the week after. Um, and then I'm actually going to bring John on an episode coming up. So I don't know exactly what week that will be, but stay tuned for that because I think that'll be fun to do. And yeah, hopefully you guys had a nice time hanging out with us but it is time to sign off. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next sesh. But until then, keep it fresh. Carly, say it with me. But until then, keep keep it it fresh. fresh.